A Dangerous Game by Suki the Wolf Chapter 3 Entrance Exam Part 2 We thanked Master for the decision to also grant him agility for a quirk as he dodged around a couple of the other examinees before taking a hard right. Some of the others had joined him, but Azuka paid no attention to them, as he allowed any of his acne and persona to fall away so he could get serious. His muscles and bones were steady. His thoughts flowed like an effortless river as the familiarity of battle flooded through him. Compared to Master Train, this would be easy. He wasn't even battling any human. The first robots began to appear then. They slammed to the ground as they either jumped or fell from higher up. The ground shook violently from the impact. Izuku's first instinct was to create a spark of flint, but at the last second changed direction and reached into his pants pocket for his lighter. He tucked and rolled out of an incoming attack and flicked open the lighter, getting it to light on its first move. By the time he had rolled back to his feet, he had pulled the flame straight from his tool. The flame stretched and thinned like a whip. It wrapped around him and shuddered like an eel, removing from the water by Izuku's chokehold. Before Izuku could even begin its attack, though, another student crushed the machine. <laughs> Sorry, slowpoke! The muscular boy he ran past said with a wink and cheeky wave. Fuck! Izuku grumbled under his breath, glaring. Focus! He yelled at himself, and Izuku spun on his heel to dash between the buildings to another street. His flames followed him. He concentrated and forced his flames to burn even hotter until they were bright blue. I just need one good look at these things. Hizuku skidded out of the alleyway to be confronted with a two-pointer. He didn't bother hesitating watching the flame out to attack this time. His hand snapped out and the flame flowed along it and launched at the machine. Hizuku activated his third quirk while catching his breath in his chest. His visual processing skills temporarily sped up to faster than a hummingbird's wings making the world seem like it had slowed down to a crawl. Zuka realized these robots had guns on them. He doubted that Ye would use anything lethal, but they were most likely something like pellets or perhaps a trapping goo of some sort. Zuka had yet to see any goo anywhere, though. He also didn't see any exhaust ports, so he doubted they ran on gasoline. They left electric. It wasn't the quickest method, but it would work. His breath released, and Zuka abruptly changed the direction of his flames to launch straight up the barrels of the guns on the robot's hands. Sparks flew from the inside of the machine as the blistering heat of his flame instantly melted and destroyed it from the inside until the robot exploded. <sighs> That's two times for snapshot and agility. Izuku counted down as he felt the beginnings of the migraine he was sure to have after the exam. He had about two more times to snapshot before the migraine would be crippling. He couldn't tell if his body was feeling the wear from agility, but Izuku knew that he had plenty more of that one up his sleeve. His body was well trained enough to handle the strain of it. His hair stood on an end and only a mixture of sense thinking agility quirk allowed Izuku time to dodge out of the way as a clunk of the machine flew past him. He yanked the flame back to his side and ignored the cry of pain around him by sheer force of will. He ran forward to the next couple of machines and repeated his attack. With each successful kill, his flame became stronger as it gathered the fire from the explosions, it made his attacks faster and more efficient. At some point, a broad grin had spread itself across his face and began to enjoy himself. These robots were ridiculously easy. Izuku could hardly believe just how simple it was to rip them apart. He couldn't even imagine if the heroes had been foolish enough to use gasoline. Izuku could have just transferred the explosion from the robots to the next. It would almost be effortless as he just allowed the flames to do what they did best. It looked like Kachan was there or something. Surely they could have had a harder test made for Fruji heroes. Four minutes! President Mike's voice called. 26 points. Focus on the task. He was getting ahead of himself. He needed to keep track of his points. What was the minimum he needed to pass? He couldn't allow himself to make it to the very top of the exam, even if he wanted to. 
need to stay an underdog. 26 points low or high. He didn't recall President Mike explaining that. Most people were trying to get to the very top, so of course he didn't set a top limit. The ground shook violently and forced Izuku to stumble to a stop. He automatically yanked his flame, now as thick as a pipe, back to his side to wrap around it protectively. Izuku stood there frozen in shock as the biggest robot he had ever seen in his life appeared climbing over the buildings like they were a playground. The buildings crumbled and rubble fell into the streets around him. He was lucky none hit him because he would only gape in horror. He understood immediately that this was the fourth type of robot that President Mike had warned him about. How is this only worth zero points? Izuku wondered. What was the gimmick of such a stupid decision? There had to be another reason to it other than defeating it. He couldn't think though as the thing continued to approach. A fist came down to the building on the other street, shooting a shockwave to the ground. Zuku yelped as he was thrown onto his back. The flame he had been hanging onto dropped to the ground. Zuku scrambled with wide eyes, horrified. No, he couldn't lose his weapon. He'd built it up so much. He reached out to pull what flames were left, but he had to yank his hand back as trouble crushed the flames and smothered them. Zuku felt like he might vomit. Run! He yelled at himself. He turned and scrambled to his feet to do just that, and he heard a familiar voice once through the noise. His gaze was automatically drawn backwards to see the girl from that morning on the ground. She had been knocked down by some rubble. Her leg was trapped under a few heavy chunks, and Izuku could smell a bit of blood in the air. His heart stammered in his ears as he stared at her. She had been so kind to him this morning, even when she hadn't needed to be. She had checked to make sure he was fine. She didn't even know who he was. She had wished him luck in the exam, unlike the other two people he had talked to today. She had encouraged him. Zero Point Robot was approaching. She would be crushed or hurt worse. The exam still had three more minutes. Izuku didn't trust that they would end the exam over something like this. He should get clear of the wreckage. The girl should save herself. She was trying to be a hero, wasn't she? Heroes shouldn't be weak. They would run into these kind of scenarios all the time. If she couldn't even recover from this, what kind of hero would she be? His feet were moving before he had made a conscious decision. Pressing towards the girl. He had no plan. He needed a plan. He had two shots of snapshot left. This would suck. But he needed both as he spotted a one-pointed robot, still mostly in working order. First things first. His eyes snapped to the zero-pointer, and he sucked in a deep breath to slow everything would crawl. The thing towered over him by several multiple stories. Even with his agility, he wouldn't be able to get up to the main face of that thing. Unlike with the other robots, this one didn't have any weapons. It was purely a fighter machine. That meant no easy ports. There were plenty of joints he could take advantage of, but if he destroyed the joints and the robot would crush the girl, he scrapped that plan too. The breath left the Zuku and the Zero Pointer finally seemed to have noticed the downed girl. She was still trying to recover. Zuku's head throbbed as he returned his gaze to the One Pointer and activated Snapshot again with a gasp. The One Pointer hadn't been destroyed, it was only crippled, which meant Zuku could blow it up again if he just got his fire. It was already turned his way, he just needed to get a flame going again. Damn the fact that he had lost control of his weapon earlier out of something so stupid as fear. He would need to get better about that. In a real battle, he couldn't afford to lose control like that when his main offense was so reliant on outside forces. His breath escaped him and his mind caught back up to the events happening around him. He had absolutely no time to even go for the lighter in his pocket. One flame would not be enough to take up the zero-pointer. He had no choice but to show off more skill than he wanted to in the exam. Izuku gritted his teeth and scraped ahead of the match on his thumb across the foot on his opposite hand's palm, while Izuku dashed towards the one-pointer. The match struck instantly and didn't even have time to be blown out by the force of Izuku's running, before he grabbed it and whipped it straight up to the one-pointer's muzzle. 
Like with the previous robots, it sparked and exploded. Izuku instantly latched onto the force of the explosion, grunting as he pulled the furious flames to compress. They writhed and fought against his control as they wanted to expand outwards. The pressure of them only became worse the longer Izuku held onto them, clutching them to his chest as he pivoted on his heel and dashed towards the zero pointer. His head throbbed like it was going to explode. Noises around him was making the vision white out, but his feet kept going. The explosion compressed in his hands, raged like the pressure in a soda bottle being shaken up. He only had a couple seconds before he would lose control. Izuku felt like he would pass out. He jumped as high as he could with his agility quirk, skipped himself up and off the tallest rubble he could find, and finally launched the furious explosion at the center of the zero pointer. He screamed that the explosion erupted with greater force than it had in the beginning. Threw Izuku and the zero pointer both backwards at the center of the robot impacted inward. Izuku's vision flickered and he lost sensation in his limbs as the familiar feeling of flames licked and burned at his skin. He could only tell he was falling, but he couldn't get his body to respond. He wondered how much damage he would suffer through his time. Master would probably make him deal with his wounds for a couple of days before he would even allow any healers to approach him. That's what he got for being so weak. For not controlling his quirks better. He'd be scolded when he woke up, he was sure. Especially so because he had shouted one of All Might's signature moves. Shigaraki would mock him. Izuku hoped he could coax Kirigiri to give him a milkshake while he rested. Izuku felt the final edge of his consciousness escaping him. A slap and the sharpest pain ripped through his mind. He was thrown to the side as all of his momentum shifted from falling down to falling sideways for all of it suddenly stopped. He was just awake enough to deliriously wonder if he was actually floating. That was just his head before he finally succumbed to the throbbing of his skull. A week later, at Izuku sitting at the table and staring at his breakfast, he couldn't get his mind or thoughts off the exam that had occurred. He was angry with himself for how weak he had been. He kept going back and between if he had done the right thing by showing off so much of his power. He didn't regret saving the girl. Izuku couldn't find in himself regret saving anyone. It was what a hero would have done. But he did regret that it had made him pass out. He had missed out on seeing Recovery Girl's quirk up close and in action. How could he have done that? Such a critical thing to learn. He needed to know what damage he had done to himself and how much the quirk had healed. Right after he had woken up in the recovery unit, he had been rushed to the paper portion of the exam. The only thing he knew was that he had been burned cut up from debris from the explosion. He didn't have any proof of this when he had woken up. He hadn't had the chance to even thank Recovery Girl. Port to his master had been thorough, if reluctant. He had been right to think that Shigaraki would mock him, but Deku had managed to get a swift kick into the man's shin before Kirigiri had broken them up. Deku hadn't been in the mood to deal with any nonsense when he had already beating himself up. He had only been admittedly nervous about what Master would say. Master had only made an appreciative noise and dismissed them. That was honestly more unnerving than anything else. Suku felt sick from having exposed so much information about Yue. He hoped that they changed up their practical exam once in a while. Izuku? His mother cried and Izuku snapped out of his daze. He realized quickly, based on the distressed look on his mother's face, that she had called him a number of times. Are you alright? You're frowning and staring blankly at your fish! She said. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, I'm okay. He promised with a smile. He felt bad for worrying her again. He couldn't help getting lost in his own thoughts, though. He supposed that his own mother wasn't used to his silence, even as Izuku had been broken of his habit of muttering for the sake of his own safety. His mother reached across the table to touch his trembling hand. 
Why don't you go rest on the couch? I'll take care of the dishes. You must be tired. You have bruises under your eyes again. Zuku wasn't about to be the one to tell her that it was stress. He'd just woken up from a couple of hours of sleep after all. She didn't know he had been a part of the night training. He had to get better at using his lighter. He needed to be quicker. Thanks, Mom. But I could help, though. He stood and grabbed his plate, but his mother shook her head with a smile. I can do it. Go turn on the news for me so that I can listen too. Then get ready for your appointment, okay? Even after a year later, he was still being forced to go to a therapist. Suku couldn't tell anything to that person. It helped that he could fake having amnesia of his time captured by the villains. Gave him an excuse for not having to confront his problems. It was exhausting having to act so much. He needed a therapist to discuss the stress of going to a therapist. Okay. Azuku sat himself onto the couch and flicked the television on to his mother's preferred news channel. It was showing a repeat from one of the flashier battles from yesterday as Azuku had already analyzed. He couldn't even bring himself to focus on it as he slumped back against the couch and stared aimlessly at the wall. He had to grade himself. Say he achieved the mediocrity he had intended to set out to reach during the exam. The written exam had been a lot harder than he had expected, mostly because he was so behind in school. Yes, he knew and could memorize enough to graduate middle school, but his retention skills were much weaker than they had been before he was kidnapped. He just didn't have the time to drive to study. It was harder for him to memorize things like math problems. Maybe his brain was just too full from his mission. Zuku hoped that it wasn't brain damage. With all that in mind, it meant that he probably just scraped by with a passing grade on the paper test. He was certain, though, that he had managed to balance out his bad written score for a great practical score. He'd had time to contemplate the reason behind the zero-point machine. The only conclusion he came up with was that the robot had to have been a ploy to see who was the most heroic. Who was willing to jump in and stop a major attack, even though there was no benefit to the hero who did it? The fact that Izuku had actually saved someone was only a bonus. He was willing to bet good money that the zero-point robot actually had a better value added to it. But that just made it harder for Izuku to guess for sure where his grade would land. He wanted to be in the middle of the road for the test. He needed to really show off his medal later on by crunching his way up the ladder new way to be the top student. He would come out of nowhere to really make a presence for himself. Right now, he wanted to be unnoticeable. He had probably ruined that chance. Oh, yeah. Azuku's mother called over the sound of the clinking dishes. He spotted a reflection in the screen of the television as it went briefly dark. She was watching him. Azuku eyed one of his weights on the floor and decided he might as well do something with his energy. He picked up the weight to start doing some arm curls. The results are due back today or tomorrow, right? Izuku hummed in agreement, counting his curls. He briefly wondered how Kachan had done in his own exam. First, the thought aside, he didn't doubt that Kachan had passed with flying colors. At least with him as a competitor, Izuku knew that he wouldn't be at the top of the list. Kachan was both too smart and too strong for that. You know, honey, if you don't think you made it, I think you still did an amazing job. What you've accomplished is amazing. His mother continued. Zuku hummed again, not particularly listening as he switched arms. Kachan had actually gotten a DUA. It meant Zuku would get the chance to show him that he had actually did have a Not just a quirk, but a powerful He may not be able to show off his full skill set yet, but it would be satisfying to finally prove his own work. Zuku had a running theory that he wanted to test against Kachan. Figured they'll have to wait until the sports festival to try. Izuku! Zuku's head snapped over at the sound of her mother's form collapsing to her knees. She was shaking harder than Zuku as she held on out an envelope in her hand. It, it came! It's here! Your letter! Zuku put down the weight and took the letter. It was heavier than expected. 
His heart pounded in his chest and filled his ears. He was confident he had gotten in, so why was he so nervous? This was the school he had dreamed about going to ever since he was a little kid. This was the biggest moment of his life. He could hardly contain himself. His shaking hands definitely had more to do with his own anticipation and nerves than anything else as he rushed to his room. He gulped and threw himself down into his chair at his desk. The door didn't fall properly shut behind him. He could see his mother fretting and moving anxiously back and forth in front of the door. He shuddered just a little bit before ripping open the letter. The envelope split down in the middle, and a circular metal object fell out of it. Izuku threw himself backwards and out of his seat instinctively, knocking the chair over violently. Izuku! His mother cried and rushed in. Thoughts of bombs ran through Izuku's mind. What was discarded as a light beamed up from the device and a familiar voice spoke. Both Izuku and his mother gaped at the beaming face of All Might appeared out of with a loud call of, I am here, appearing on a hologram. Uh, All Might, Izuku yelped. Was he dreaming? Wasn't that letter from Yue? Why was he seeing All Might? Why was he in his suit and not his hero's outfit? Izuku wanted to look at the letter, but couldn't move as the hero went on to announce loudly the results of his exam. You barely passed on your written exam, but your practical exam showed you may be a star yet. Izuku's mother's hand found his and gripped it tightly. Izuku's heart was in his ears as he squeezed her hand. She held her close to him. But wait, there's so much more! Turn your attention to this screen! The hero motioned behind him grandly to where another screen appeared when he clicked the button on a remote he was holding. Izuku was already completely thrown off balance by everything that was happening to him, but the appearance of the cute girl he had saved at the exam had just added another layer on top of it. She was in her middle school sailor uniform instead of the exercise clothing she had last seen her in. There was a determined look on her face as she talked to President Mike and asked to give him some of her points to Izuku for saving her. That... that boy saved my life! She cried, and Izuku was sent reeling. Her words echoed through his ears and to his very bones. Tears immediately flooded his eyes. His heart wasn't used to such kindness. His mother's hand flew to her mouth and he heard her suck in a shaky breath as well. Her hand moved wrapped around his arm and squeezed it instead. More than any quirk, it is your actions that touch people. All my announced when the clip paused. Izuku could barely hear him as he wept over words he hadn't expected to hear. All Might explained the hidden portion of the exam, and the examinees were great on rescue points as well. His guess had been something on par with the announcement, but he couldn't even bring himself to a revel in success. Rakasan's, as All Might had called her name, words were still ringing in his head. He couldn't even cheer as All Might told his final score now high he had placed. He could only collapse to the ground and sob. Izuku! Izuku, my Izuku! You did it! His mother cried with him, holding him close as the projection ended with All Might greeting him enthusiastically, welcoming him to Hue as a student. Izuku curled up into his mother's arms and wept the first tears of joy he had felt in years. His mother's wet praises continued to fill the air, but Izuku could barely even hear her. I... I did it! He whimpered and pressed his face to her shoulder as he clutched her to him. He didn't even really care about getting into UA, even though he was happy about that too. The school didn't matter nearly as much as the revelation that All Might and Uraraka-san had given him. They had given him hope, despite reality, despite the future, despite all the odds. Izuku could still become a hero. This has been a live recording of A Dangerous Game by the ADG Discord Group.